Welcome back to These Amazing Places. This is Adam here with Doug, and we are on show number 50 uh, for the week of April 6, 2009. Show number 50. All right. That sounds awesome. All right. Once again, I'm going to give you contact information. We are on Twitter. We are on Flickr. We have a contact page on the website. We have a voicemail number. That voicemail number is 641-715-3900, extension 53056. And if you give us a ring, leave us a message, we'll play it on the show. And last, I just want to let everybody know that all the information that I just gave you as to the things that we're involved in that you can contact us through is on our website. That is at theseamazingplaces.com. And we're heading on. And this week's show, we've kind of taken, uh, last week if you were listening, we took kind of like a step back and said, all right, what about someone who has never been to Disney or is planning their first visit? And now this week we are kind of going back into our normal format, which is kind of for those that are maybe a little more Disney experienced, but not so much. And uh, we're just going to go over a general format of uh, Epcot and the entertainment that you can find around the parks throughout the day in World Showcase. And actually we're hitting a little bit more in the front of the park, which is Future World. But uh, this show is all about the entertainment and the fun stuff that you can do. It does not include rides or attractions. So some fun stuff this week. So stay with us and you'll hear a lot more. Okay, everybody, here we go. Okay, as Adam said, uh, we are going to do a show that is uh, covering the entertainment in Epcot. Specifically, though, this will be the entertainment that is in the World Showcase, except for the next act that I'm about to talk about, and that is the Jammeters. And Adam, uh, why don't you fill us in a little bit on them? All right, the Jammeters are just a great, uh, usually three guys. I don't think they go more than three or less than three, but... Um, they are an act that, actually, if you see them before they start their act, they look exactly like janitors. They have a big old um, push-like push dumpster thing. It's plastic and got two wheels. It's kind of like those light ones, and then some other guys are carrying trash cans around. And they have white suits on. Um, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they'll just stop. They'll kind of look at each other. They'll, they'll like dump their trash cans out and they flip them over and there's like plungers and sticks and all kinds of stuff and they'll just start banging away on the drums like crazy. And these guys are, I mean, I've been in music for a while. I've been around marching bands and snare drum corps and all those kinds of guys and these guys are talented in that. They're like hitting the drums like crazy so fast and it's all syncopated together and they just kind of have a fun little show. Uh, it just stops right in the middle of the walkway. Um, the, the side I saw it on is um, right kind of like the area in front of the land, between the land and the little pavilion before you get to the fountain. Uh -huh. uh, like the underpass where you'd see maybe uh, characters um, in there. But um, anyway, it's uh, it was just a kind of a fun little area there to just stop and see them. And they're very entertaining. They involve the crowd. They'll stop at one point and then they'll say, now, wait a second, you're not even clapping or something like that, and they'll, they'll, get, they'll get involved. But it, it's a pretty unique so thing. So basically, and, though, they're a percussion group. Yes. Sorry. Okay. I didn't. And when is the best time to see them? Okay. I don't have – what's the time say there as far as – do they uh, have a specific time? Let's see here. It does time? actually say it says uh, – well, let's see, 1025. 
1145, 115, 345. That's in uh, Future World East. And Future World West is 1010, 1130, 1 o'clock, and 230. Okay. Basically, that is uh, those are specifics to the the Times Guide that we picked up when we were in February, there in February. It's very similar when you're there um, in any other time. You just have to make sure you pick up a Times Guide, and we should probably reference that. The We are referencing the Time Guide, and every day when you go to the park, they usually have a different Times Guide. It's pretty, I think this one, what's it say? How many days it says right there? Oh, this was February 8th through the 14th of 2009. So each Times Guide has a certain dates. And, and, of course, the Times Guide on the one side gives you fireworks times and all that opening and closing dates of the park and extra magic hours if there's in that park. But anyway, uh, all that to say, probably the best time, every time I've caught them, it's been in the morning and the crowds have been minimal. And uh, it gives you enough enough space that you know people tend to form the little semicircle around them because they're entertaining they want to watch. Well... The times I've seen them, it's been small enough. Little kids can kind of be in the front. Um, but anyway, uh, I would say the mornings are good times to catch them. Plus, it's not as hot. So right, right. it's so a good time. Right, so you're not standing to... out in the sun. Mm-hmm. And they're not standing out in the sun for yeah. as long. Um, let's see here. And we will also, uh, last year, I just want to say we're going to be putting up a, a picture of them mm-hmm. onto our Flickr site. So go on there and check it out. And one more thing I want to say. If you wait around until the end when they're completely finished... They will give you a Junior Jammeters sticker, and it's kind of fun. It, they, you can put it on and wear it the rest of the day, and obviously it's for kids, but we actually got it when we were there. And they they kind of like, I don't know what to say, nominate you or whatever, and they, they'll dub you a Junior Jammeter by giving you a sticker at the end of the show. So it's kind of a fun little thing to add on to their act. Okay, cool. And everybody, that is the Jammeters. Check them out when you get into the parks. All right, next we're in Canada, and uh, the act that we're going to be looking at or talking about here is a band called Off Kilter. And I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I've heard Off Kilter before. I've never seen them, but I've heard them. And it reminded me of, this is going to date me a little bit, but if you go back into the 80s, there was a uh, band in the 80s called Big Country. And if you go back and check out some of their music, uh, you'll know what Off Kilter sounds like. It is a, it's a Celtic rock like with, you know, bagpipe rock version of, uh, of rock music. And uh, while we're thinking of it, what's the times that it says back okay, in February? Okay, it says uh, here, uh, Sunday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, let's see here. This is, uh, yeah, okay. Sunday, Thursday, and Friday, 2.30, 3.30, 5.30, 6.30, and 7.30. Uh, okay, and Wednesday and Saturday, it's 1, 2.30, 3.30, 5.30, and 6.30. This is a great band. Mm-hmm. So uh, for anybody who hasn't heard them, if you're uh, over in Canada, uh, try to stick around, check them out at one of these times. We didn't get to, when we were there, I didn't get to see them as long as I wanted. We were kind of in between, but we walked past them. And from what I did here, uh, I thought they were, they were, I mean, obviously you can tell they've performed four times a day, about four times a day. So they're pretty good. But I think what's unique about them is they write their own music and it's their own original music. So... I mean, I mean, they have their own CD that they right. sell. It's called, right, you know, Off Kilter. It's just like a band you'd see anywhere else. So it's not like 
oh, they're just playing Mickey Mouse tunes to Celtic rock. No, <laughs> no, they definitely yeah. won't. And anybody who sees them, it's going to light you up right away as yeah. to, hey, this isn't Mickey Mouse's band. <laughs> they really are. I mean, they kind of have that edge to them mm-hmm. that, that reminds think, you of a standard rock band. Yeah, and I think as we proceed around World Showcase, um, you'll, you'll get the impression each one of these bands is... Um, you know, particular part of the country that they are in. It's not representing Disney necessarily, but they are just a unique entertainment factor that's within their In, in case culture. anybody's wondering, I, I do believe they do wear the kilts. Yeah. And they do have the sense of humor. I mean, they do have kind of an edgy sense of humor on uh-huh. stage. Uh, they will talk out into the audience and stuff. So be prepared for that uh, when you do go to see them. And it is a loud show. So I've already been told that also. Uh, I, haven't, since I haven't been there personally, but I've been told personally that it's an extremely loud show. When we walked past, we were in the middle, and it was pretty loud. I mean, I, I'm half deaf anyway because I go <laughs> turn up the music too loud and all that stuff. But uh, there is enough gap that if it's really loud for you, you can stand, stand back by the water and uh, right, enjoy right. it. Yeah, it's so not extremely means, loud. Right, but at, right. at the same time, it means that you can hear this band without having to be right up there. Right. But there's probably something to be seen also, so make your way up there a little bit and check them out. Yep. All right, everybody, that is Off Kilter, and that is Canada. Go check them out. Okay, next, we're in the United Kingdom. And I'm going to start out with uh, one here that uh, I think Adam and I, neither one, really are familiar with. And uh, it's called The Hat Lady. It says it's pub entertainment. It is there Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 520, uh, 520, 620, 720, and 820. If somebody's familiar with this, uh, send us an email or contact us and let us know what it's all about. Yep. Okay, next we're going to go on to The British Invasion. I've uh, gone by and watched these guys a little bit on stage. They're very uh, Beatlesque. They even had, I think they were even dressed in that, that Oh, era really? The 60s the suits, kind of? A... The, yeah, with the collarless kind of cut jacket suits uh-huh. and stuff. Uh, they were doing some Beatle music, but they also did some other stuff too while we were there. Cool. But they were, they were very tight, very tight band. Okay, so do they just do cover songs or do they do original yeah, stuff? Yeah, they did covers that I heard. Okay. Uh, and I probably heard, I don't know, five or six songs, and they okay. were all covers. Of uh, let's say a combination of like Beatles, the the Birds. Uh, geez, it's been a little while ago. Uh-huh. I want to say that they did like some Dave Clark Five and stuff like that, but I, I remember the Beatles stuff. Okay. So which cool. Are, which I've never are, heard them, but they're yeah, very I, good. I very good band. Oh, and uh, you know, uh, let's see here. And their times are Sunday, Monday, uh, Tuesday, and Saturday at three, four thirty, six, seven, and eight. And on Fridays at 2, 3, 4, 30, 6, and 7. So it's only, it's not, so, it's not any wonder. I mean, these bands play so often yeah. that they're so good at what they do. So around four and five times a day. So as you make your stroll around World Showcase, you're almost bound and determined to catch to hear them. And to that's probably, how, that's these. how it happened to me. I think we were stopping, yeah. walking through there, and I think somebody was picking up a coffee or something. Yeah. That's, I walked over and started listening to them. Okay. And that's the great thing about World Showcase. That can happen. It yeah. doesn't matter where you're at as you're walking through. It is actually, for anybody who hasn't been there, it's actually like being within that city or within that country. It really is, especially if you walk back in and to the streets and stuff and kind of explore a little bit as yeah, you're there. For sure. That's why we can afford to do a whole show on this stuff. Right, I mean, exactly. Yeah, so. Okay, and last, uh, there is uh, World Showcase Players, and they are listed as an interactive comedy troupe. 
and you can say something yeah, about them, right? Yeah, we personally did not see them. Actually, we saw them briefly as we were walking past, but the main reason I can talk about this is because Roy and Patty went, and they did this, and they actually had Patty's dad with them, and he got picked to be a part of the play. And the best thing I can describe this is two words. Monty Python. <laughs> oh, awesome. So if you really? Think, if you think Monty Python, it's not... I mean, obviously, there's a certain amount of adult humor that they yeah. can put in there. It's not that far-fetched. No, but, but it's that odd it's humor. It's that odd humor. It's that... And um, I forget what it was. They even make fun... I think they make hints at Monty Python throughout, and everyone kind of laughs because they know the jokes. But Oh, man, um, I had no idea. All I remember is that something about if you get picked to be the king, it's kind of funny, and they end up using you is you got to put a hat on and all this like a crown on and everything but anyway it's a fun little comedy uh thing see that you say monty python the first thing i think <laughs> of was uh, john cleese and i think it was called the office of silly walks it was supposed to be a government office oh yeah if you anybody seen monty pythons and he does like ridiculous walks youtube it and go on there and check it out yeah. this is the first thing i think of when you say monty python and uh, humor are okay. these guys doing this <laughs> uh let me throw out their times too so everybody can go check them out uh, the times are 11.30. It must be, let's see here. It is, yeah, it must be every day of the week. At 11.30, 12.30, 4 and 5. And once again, those times are specific to my February trip. So don't take those as something that will be like that whenever you go. Just make sure you pick up a times guide, and it will have all the information available for the day. And even as, you know, we could talk about this now, and a year from now, this could change. They'll have all the information updated, uh, maybe a different group, different things like that. So go check them out. That is the United Kingdom. Okay, and next we're in France. And uh, the, uh, the one that I have listed here for France, I believe it is Sauvois Amusant. And it's a comical French wagers act. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Adam and I, neither one have seen this. I nope. think by the description... It pretty much is probably going to be a street show uh, with people acting as waiters, probably. And probably, it sounds like probably interactive with the audience that they built around them. So that's the best that I could say. Let me give you their times real quick. And then uh, Adam's got one other thing he wants to tell you about uh, some things that have something else that he saw in France. The times for uh, this, for the comical French waiters, are 1245, 135, 225, 305, 355. 440, and they are out on Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And okay. once again, four and five times a day when they're on, just kind of like everyone else. So you sense them. a sense a pattern around. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to say wasn't directly on the Times Guide when we were there. It was back in August. Uh, there was there's a guy. This is kind of more acrobatics, um, but it was a very interesting show. He, he, I think he ended up just kind of like showing up. Everyone kind of. Whenever you see like World Showcase guys, you just they kind of like just pop out and start doing things. It's not like you, if you're not paying attention to the times or what's going on, they show up. But anyway, this guy starts to stack chairs, and he ends up doing like this. Uh, it's just an amazing balancing act, and I don't know how high the chairs were. He he probably stacked, and these are like normal wooden chairs that you would find at a restaurant or something. And I mean, obviously, they were all built. Like some of them had the tops cut off so that it was like if you put it upside down, you could stack another chair on it normal. But it would be like normal chair would be there and then the other one would be upside down, which means the four legs would be 
standing up, but then he would put another chair on top of those four legs right on the four legs, which that, you know, you're thinking, holy cow, that's crazy. And then he would climb up the chairs and continue to stack and stack. And then as he's climbing, as he's climbing, he would stack a chair. And I mean, he would obviously reach down. And I think at one point that he asked the volunteer to hand him the chairs because he gets up too high. He can't get them. But, and then it gets to the very, very top. And then he does a handstand. And it's like, holy, and I'm, I'm thinking around 10 chairs high is how high he is it, pretty insane. high. If you, uh, if you pay any attention to how high the Chefs de France restaurant sign is, uh-huh. he does it right in front of that. And he's as high as the sign or higher when he's finished stacking. But of course, it's a great show. We just were walking and all of a sudden he started doing this and we're like, oh, let's check this out. So. So well, that it's like the, and that's what I, Adam and I were talking about that that is the randomness of also things how things can happen. Uh, I think a lot of times I, a lot of these people are actors and they're hired by Disney. They're hired for what they can do. They go in, they audition, and so sometimes they won't really be in the guide yeah. here as to being a regular act. But they're hired maybe for a two or three week period mm-hmm. or for a certain season maybe. And so if you get to see them. Uh, give us an email or contact us in some way or take a picture, get onto our Flickr group and put the picture up there and let everybody else know uh, so that they can kind of enjoy them when they're in the parks also. Yep. Okay, everybody, that is France. Okay, next we are in Morocco. And in Morocco, you're going to see Moroccan. That is an Arabic fusion rock band. I've heard them. It's funny because they truly do take uh, Arabic sound and turn it into a rock beat with the guitars. Heavy bass, heavy thumping bass and stuff, uh, and the keyboard kind of backing. So it works really well. When we were there, we didn't get to catch them. They were in their breaks, and we're waiting. And I'm like, okay, we waited like 15 minutes, and they didn't play, so... Unfortunately, I didn't yeah, get to see it's him. It's strange. But uh, I guess you know, the best way that I can describe it, it was uh, Sting had a song, Desert Rose, I think it was, yeah. and the guy was singing in the beginning of that. Oh, yeah. And that's basically the way, oh, okay. the style of their music, but with a lot heavier like rock beat to it. Yeah. So it's interesting. I mean, they kept cool. the same flavor, but they didn't lose the edge to yeah. them. All right, before I forget, let me give you their times. Sunday, Monday. Uh, Thursday and Saturday, they are on at 325, 415, 550, 640, 730, and 820. These definitely could change because I know they play later at night, too, yeah. when the parks are open later. Well, it seemed that those also those times compared to what we've talked about earlier already are, later. are a little later than. And when we were there, it was actually around dinner time that I remember walking past and seeing them getting ready and stuff. So Okay, and then they're also on uh, Fridays at 2, 325, 415, 550. 640 and 7.30. Okay, and also in Morocco, at uh, the restaurant uh, Marrakesh is a traditional music and belly dancer. I've heard about a little bit about the belly dancer. I know she's been there for a lot of years, and uh, so a lot of people have seen her. They know her. They're familiar with her. She uh, does a pretty good job during her routine of getting uh, kids, especially if their kids are around, mm-hmm. getting them involved and interacting with the uh, with the group cool. with the group of people around her, so she's really got a lot of experience. Uh, her times, let's see, are twelve fifty, one fifty, two fifty, five, six, seven, and eight ten. And so, hey, these people are out there working hard for you, and it's really a lot of fun to see them. So that is Morocco. Go check them out. 
Okay, next we are in Japan. And in Japan, you can see Matsuriza. And that's a Japanese taiko drummers. This is percussion once again. This is right up my alley. I love percussion. So uh, I've never seen them. But when you say drummers, I'm there. So I have. You have yeah, seen them. We've seen them.、Mm -hmm. Okay.、Uh, they're basically, if you think of the big, I don't even know how to describe it other than saying kettle drum. Maybe like a big kettle drum with like, a,、um, like an animal skin on top.、Uh -huh. And so, and big mallets. Like、so it chung, is a kettle drum, chung,、yeah. kind of things, and、uh, they're dancing and like dancing around them and playing them、um, at the same times. And、uh, it is, if you think of the, if you've seen our pictures of the Japan Pavilion, it was actually the one that was being refurbed when we were there last in February, which I don't know. That's kind of interesting how it was, they were still playing, and they're, but they're usually on that pavilion, which is the tallest building in the structure of the Japan Pavilion. There's like a little deck on the one lower level there. It's, it's up away. I mean, it's up so people can see them, but they're kind of dancing. And they know they have some kind of sound system run through there. Because, Broadcast. Yeah. yeah. But、uh, anyway, it very, very、Good、unique. Percussionist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course.、It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. And their times are Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 2, 3, 345,、uh, 525, 635. And 715. Okay, the other one I've heard a little bit about, I've heard that、uh, this is also in Japan, that、uh, this is strange but,、uh, but interesting. And her name is Mayuki. She's been there, I guess, for a long time also. And she does Japanese candy art.、Hmm. I, other than that, other than hearing that it's a very strange kind of routine, but it's also、uh, mesmerizing. Huh. Uh, I've heard people say go check her out when you're in the parks. She's been there for a long time, and a lot of people wonder how much longer she'll be there. Yeah. So, definitely,、uh, her times are Sunday, Thursday, Friday at 12:55, 2:15, 4, 5:05, 6:15, and 6:55. Do you know? I don't know if you know. Do you know where it's at in the pavilion at all? I'd、uh, be interested. No, I have no idea. Okay. I've. I don't know either, but I venture maybe it's back. There's kind of like, if you think of the pavilion, Tempanito is the restaurant on the right. The big tall buildings on your left and straight back, there's some more stuff. I wonder if it's back there. Anyway.、Um, before I forget, also, they have Wednesday and Saturday times also listed for her.、Uh, the Wednesday and Saturday times are 12:55, 2:15, 3, 4, 5:05, and 6:15. So that is Japan. That is Mayuki,、uh, Matsuraiza. Matsuriza, and、uh, go check them out. Okay, everybody, next we are at the American,、uh, the American Adventure. It's the American Pavilion, and there, first, we're going to talk about the Spirit of America, Fife, and Drum Corps. And, and you've seen them, Adam, yes, right? Yes, I've seen them, and it, in,、uh The best description is they are a fife and drum corps, and they do actually march out, and they'll march out from、uh, the building. So if you're walking, you kind of walk in between, there's like a pavilion,、uh, what's that amphitheater pavilion thing across the way from the American Adventure? Yeah, you know I'm I know talking about? where the, most of the shows go on, especially during、right. like, yeah,、uh, yeah, I know what but, you're talking about. But anyway, they actually walk out, and so they kind of cross your path if you're walking between there and kind of interrupt you. To obviously, to watch the show, but they are very good. It's a fife and drum. It's like your typical, if you think of like the 1770s around that time, you know, the George Washington wig, the whole get up with the big belt buckle, kind of like a pilgrim, pilgrim dressed、um, 
Americans. That's kind of what they are dressed like. And uh, it's the traditional snare drums on the sides with the guys doing the little um, drum things. And uh, they're, of course, very good. And Once sounds, again, real good percussion. Yes. Which Go, is what I love. Goes right along with the American adventure style of uh, the whole layout, the colonial structures that go along with the buildings and... Yeah, this like the 1700s of cool. America. Okay, and their times are Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, 12, 15, 1, 1, 45, 2, 30, 3, 15, 4, and 4, 45. And just to remind you one more time, this is from the February schedule, so those times can't change. This is more of information for so that when you do get into these areas, these countries, you can at least look them up yep. and just make sure that you get a times guide when you go in. Definitely. Uh, next, we have also in the American Adventure, Voices of Liberty, Americana Acapella. And these guys are incredible. Um, when we were there, I'm I'm not a strong vocalist. I'm more of an instrumentalist. But my wife, she's like been in the hardcore instrumental choir or acapella choirs that don't use any uh, instruments. And so you have to be good when you're singing acapella. And these guys are. They were incredible. I They were all dressed very, once again, the 1700s style. Um, if you think of the movie Patriot, where the women maybe had the dresses with the collars up close, like around their neck, and the long, very, very long dresses. Large cotton dresses. Large yeah. cotton dresses, maybe like the white frills around their uh, wrists. Um, uh, different, like one dark, like a dark red color for one girl, and then the guys would be in the suits kinds of things. And it was a combination of... African-American, white girls and guys singing in an acapella group. And the one we saw had eight of them in it, and they were incredible. And actually, they were inside the pavilion of the American Adventure. You see them before you can go in and see the attraction. But uh, very incredible. And uh, it's, of course, singing the patriotic American tunes that you'd think back from the 1700s. So Cool. And their times are... 1230, 115, 2, 2.45, 3.30, 4.15, and 5. And so go check them out, everybody. That is, once again, uh, the Voices of Liberty and Spirit of America, Fife and Drum Corps, and the American Adventure. And next we're into Italy. And in Italy we have Sergio. And he's an Italian clown and juggler. I've never seen him. Have you seen him? Nope. Okay, uh, Sorry. I'm, I'm going to give you his times. Anybody who has seen him, uh, pictures, info, whatever you can do to kind of share with everyone else would be much appreciated. Uh, the times for Sergio are 12.30, 1.30, 2.30, 3.30, 4.30, 5.30, and that is on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, next in Italy are the World Showcase Players Interactive Comedy Troupe. Uh, I think, you know, I've seen something I know in Italy, but this was several, let's say probably seven, maybe eight years ago, and they were dressed, uh, it was three men dressed, standing up on a, like a round platform, and they were dressed in what I would say like uh, Shakespearean Oh, okay. type outfits, mm -hmm. and I remember them singing, and then they would say things, they would interact with the audience, so this very well could have been them, huh. I just did not, I didn't know who they were, yeah. but they were very good, I remember uh, just hearing them, we were eating. I think at the time too, and so I was listening to them and thinking. There cool. was also there were mimes that were going on. There were a lot of other things yeah. happening while we were sitting there. You know, it's probably I probably spent more time in Italy as far as back into that country 
than the others. It's fascinating just being back in there and the things that went on. You yeah. actually, just by going down the street and eating at the restaurant, which has now been closed and reopened to something else. It um, used to be Alfredo's, and now it's Tuto, right. Tuto Italiano, which actually we're going to go there. And it, 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 I truly was immersed into huh. what was happening. And so that was great. Cool. Uh, let me give you their times. They're 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7 o'clock. And once again, that's in Italy, and it's Sergio, the Italian clown and juggler, and the World Showcase Players Interactive Comedy Troupe. Go check them out, everybody. And next, we're in Germany, and we're at the Oktoberfest Music Kantin. Music Kantin. Hey. Somebody correct me if you can, please. <laughs> Help me. Throw me a line. Uh, it's the Beer Garden Entertainment. Uh, a lot of people, I think, have gone past the Beer Garden if you've been there. Uh, basically, uh, it's like the outdoor kind of place where you eat. It's not all outdoor, I think. Is it? I no. Think there's an indoor area, the, too. It's kind of like the quick service entrance is kind of like outdoor, but you got to go under a thing to get the food. And then the actual dinner theater type of place is where this is, and it's right. inside. And in fact, I can tell you right now, we have we will be having a reservation to eat dinner there. So I will definitely get some audio of that and bring cool. it back, get some more details. Okay, and the times for that, uh, 1-15, 2-15, 3-15, 4-45, That is Germany, and that is the Beer Garden Entertainment. Go check it out, everyone. Okay, next we're in China. Uh, Adam has a lot of time spent in China, and so I'm going to kind of let him uh, tackle this one. So uh, uh, let's see. I will give you at least the first one, which is Xi uh, Zhan. That is S-I-X-I-A-N. They're classical Chinese music, and you've heard them, correct, Adam? Yes, it's actually just the one player, and I spoke about this on our China podcast, not to be redundant, but it's the sitar lady that's inside the attraction before you get to Reflections of China. So um, I don't want to say it was weird because it's Eastern music. You have to think in your head what's Eastern like, and it's very... Um, the, uh, what the, is it? The, uh, meditative. It's it's kind, kind of, of like, you know what a sitar sounds like. It's like the in yeah. the the melodic the structure of Eastern music when it comes down to it is not like our normal scales like you think of... I don't know, a do, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do, the song from the Sound of Music and all that stuff. Yeah. This is a lot different. It's a lot, uh, I I don't want to go into music theory, but it's a, it's kind of more spread out as far as notes are concerned. And so it sounds more odd to us from a Western perspective. Because it doesn't really have a tempo, right? Yeah, this one is not, yeah, you're right. It's not a tempo based, the, the act that we're talking about is not, so... Uh, but it's very unique. It's very intriguing to the culture of Chinese, and I enjoyed it. And of course, I like all kinds of music. But um, so that's that act. The other thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, hey, let me give you the times. Oh, go ahead. We move yep. on. Times for uh, Zhi Jian are 11:45, and that's on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. Okay, the next one then is uh, the Dragon Legend Acrobats. They're uh, incredible Chinese children. That's the way it's described here, and uh, so you've seen them, and and we've I think we have well, some audio. So go ahead and talk to us about it. Yeah, actually, what ended up happening is I didn't see very much of them. So right now we're going to bring on a special guest. It's my wife Jamie. She was there. I actually went to go get ice cream and ended up waiting in line longer than I thought I would. So 
here she is. She's just going to describe uh, just some stuff. And after she's done describing it, we'll play some audio of it. Okay, so uh, what I saw was um, there were uh, quite a few um, little, I, I don't know, acrobats, I guess. Um, and in several, they did several little acts. The first one that I saw was um, a girl who got up on a very tall uh, unicycle and she was um, balancing herself on that. And um, then uh, another one of the uh, girls was throwing up to her um, these uh, look like plates and bowls and things like that. And she was catching them on her head as she was on the unicycle, kind of going back and forth and balancing herself. And she kept doing this, kept gathering uh, bowls and things, I mean, just kept catching them on top of her head, one after the other. And at the very end, she had a, um, quite a few up there on her head. And she uh, was catching spoons and uh, forks and things like that inside the bowls on top of her head. It was very interesting how she did that. How tall was the unicycle? Oh, I don't know. I mean, Ten it was feet? could be could as high be, as a basketball hoop or higher. Uh, yeah, that that sounds about right. Maybe okay. a little bit higher. Wow, I don't know. Um, but anyway, it was it was tall. That's what I that's what I remember about it. And the second thing that was done, the second act was um, a girl who uh, I don't know. I guess it was just a balancing thing. She didn't really do much with it, but um, she was. Uh, she started off um, with on a little stool, and she um, got herself up almost like a handstand, uh, and then she let go. One one of her hands was off there, so she was balancing herself on one hand and doing kind of some things like with her feet and um, that kind of thing uh, with the music. And then she would switch hands. I mean, she was on. She was doing that for quite a while, it seemed, and you know, with the music was was um, doing moves to the music and. It was very interesting. And then the third act that I remember that I thought was really interesting was about five girls. Um, they were uh, doing like little um, acrobatic moves, um, basically making a pyramid type thing. Um, however, instead of you know having them all kneeling down like we would normally see a pyramid, it was uh, one girl was bending over backwards, um, doing like a back bend. And then the other girls, there was one on each side of her and they were... Um, kind of placing themselves in such a way that then there were other girls that were climbing on top of them and it was just like this really interesting thing I mean it was all so interesting how they all got up there I can't even describe it but um, just like bending and, and moving and I mean they were supporting each other there was one girl on the bottom and you know then two other girls that were sort of supporting her and I, I don't even know. I don't know how to how to describe it, but it was just very it was very interesting. I think that makes sense considering that I didn't see very much of it. But okay, is there anything else you want to say about it? Um, and then I guess uh, at the very end, just kind of like doing little gymnast type moves, um, uh, like running across the mat and yeah, like doing flips and things and like that. Yeah. Um, but I think the one that really caught my attention was the one on the unicycle. That one was really interesting. And, I mean, you could tell with the audio that, you know, people really got a kick out of some of the things. So, um, hopefully you can can see in your mind's eye what, what I saw um, based on the music and the, the audience. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome. And uh, here we go. Here's a little bit of clip of it.
Okay, and that is, uh, let's see, that is the Dragon Legend Acrobats, Incredible Chinese Children, and the times for that are 305, 415, 515, 615, 715. That is in the China Pavilion. Let me cover them one more time. There's Zhejiang Classic Chinese Music and Dragon Legend Acrobats. And go check them out, everyone. Okay, everybody, we're going to do one that's not on the schedule that we have here, but Adam came up on anyway, and that just kind of shows, once again, the randomness of how things can happen when you're in World Showcase. So uh, just be prepared for that. Uh, that is in, we're going to be in Norway, and uh, give us a little rundown of what, you, what happened to you there, Adam. Well, we were just walking, and all of a sudden we saw this little music group playing, and uh, uh, it was a music group composed of an accordion player, uh, I think it was a string bass guy, uh, uh, several instrumentalists. It was like a four-group four uh, quartet instrumentalist. Um, the unique thing was the accordion player was a very old guy, probably in his 70s, I would say. He, But he hit, all of a sudden just started bouncing along, came out into the crowd, and he, he looked right at me as I walked because I had a video camera going. And the, in fact, the audio that I would like you to hear right now is from the video. Um, but I just want to play the audio right now and give you a little feel. It's very fun Norway, Norwegian music. Okay, and if you want to, you can even watch the video. We were just thinking in, during the break here. Uh, we do have this video available on Flickr, and yes, Flickr does play videos. They have a little bit of amount of video space that we have. But anyway, go to our Flickr page, and you can actually see the little the fun guy. He, it was awesome because somebody else in front of me had a video camera. So the guy kind of walked up to him and looked at his camera. And then he walks over and to he me. he really does. He like walks right in your face. Yeah, he, he and walks. And he's just like doing this <laughs> odd look on his face and turning the accordion to the side and yeah. having a good time. But it also shows you that I'm like 10 feet tall because the guy is like a guy in front of me. It's like right ahead of his <laughs> he's face. He's looking way up. He's like, and then yeah. he look at me and I'm like. It's like way above him, and he's kind of like, oh, well, I missed it. It was just funny. So anyway, check that out. Okay, at this point, we've made the full circle. And last but not least, we are in Mexico. And in Mexico, we have the Mariachi Cobra, and that's the music of Mexico. And you've seen this, Adam? Yeah, this this is a great, fun group. We just saw them recently in February. Um, it's about, I think it's about 10 guys that were playing, all instrumentals. Actually, not all, they would be playing, but then they would, there were certain breaks at the time where they would shift across the other side of the sidewalk, and then three of the instrumentalists would come out and, and during breaks in the songs that were purposely built into the song, they'd sing like a trio of Mexican music. It's great stuff, and we do have an audio of that as well, so let's play a little bit of that right now.
And in fact, that music just makes me hungry for Mexican food. It's great stuff. Listen, and <laughs> don't blame it on the music. And well, everybody has listened. If they've listened to more of like than maybe two of our shows, they know somehow we always kind of get back to <laughs> to food at some point. So, uh, so food is a big part of our lives. That's so true. Whether it be Mexican, Norwegian, it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> If you throw it on a plate, we'll eat it. That's true. <laughs> okay. Anyway, everybody, that is uh, Mexico, and that is Mariachi Cobre and Music of Mexico. Great. I hope you enjoyed our trip around the world showcase. I, in reality, um, I think now that we have discussed this, and I've been there already like two or three times, I really want to go check out some of those other things that I've not seen yet. The excitement builds. Yeah, yeah. Like, seriously, yeah, because I'm getting ready to go into the parks, and we're going to have a couple days of uh, doing a lot of wandering uh-huh. and so now I'm kind of jazzed about going over into the World Showcase which I've walked past quickly each time yeah. with a bunch of kids who absolutely <laughs> don't really want to go back into there but this time I'm going to have the opportunity we're going to catch a lot of audio I know maybe you're all thinking uh, gee why didn't they play more audio of these things yeah we just uh, didn't we, catch them yeah we just don't we don't have a lot of the audio from it uh, it gives us something more to go after. Also, if we played audio from everything that we just talked about, this show would probably be three hours long. That's true. And it can get to be kind of monotonous. So we'll break it up yeah. later. We'll play it uh, and parcel it out as we, uh, you know as it comes in. And I don't. There is one thing I'm thinking in my head. I remember seeing this on a promotional DVD of Disney. There's someone I don't. Ho- maybe it is in Magic Kingdom. Do you know there's a lady who acts like a statue? She's all white. And she's like dressed in like a long she's gown. She's dressed like Statue of Liberty. And she doesn't move. Yes. And then, then she'll move. Is yes. that Statue of Liberty? Yeah, she is or, a Statue of Liberty. So it's yeah. over in Liberty Square in Magic Kingdom. Yep. Okay. I was thinking World Showcase for some reason. Maybe Italy. But I don't know. Well, you um, know what though? But she could actually. I mean, some of these characters will move. If there's a reason, they can move from park to park. Uh, and so she definitely could have been over in there at some okay. point. Over in the American Adventure. It would make perfect sense. Yeah. So... I, Definitely. I'd yeah. be interested if anyone out there has heard of this and or knows any information. I, I definitely want to check it out on the next trip. And in fact, I know Bob has been listening. He's hasn't responded to us in a while, but uh, I know he's listening. We actually just talked to his wife the other day, and uh, she said that he still enjoys listening to our shows. And uh, really appreciate anybody out there that would like to send us feedback and information to put on the show. Yeah, so. that definitely makes it worthwhile when we're sitting here in a room, you know, kind of just uh, talking into microphones. And, <laughs> and uh, well, we see that people are listening because we see that from the downloads, but it's always nice to kind of hear from people and be able to interact more than just kind of talking into the microphone and them listening. And I know that's difficult because I listen to a lot of other podcasts also, and I have to be the first one to kind of raise my hand and say, I'm probably not the best at always uh, communicating back with the people that I listen to and letting them know what I think of the show. But I do also do it here and there. So anything that you can uh, contribute uh, back to us, even if it's just to say, hey, hey, how are you doing? And here I am. And and uh, I do listen to you. It would <laughs> be great. It would be great just to know that. Yep. Okay. This, uh, this, this show may have been, uh, seemed a little bit, uh, I don't know, a little bit strange maybe to some people. But uh, we're going to do a lot of these kind of segments. Not all the time, but we're going to throw them in here and there. This one, I think it does a great job, uh, and even to me, just sitting here as we're doing it, to kind of give you an idea of all of the different things that go on in the parks. And this is just one small section of a park, which is the World Showcase. Yep. And this is only one uh, segment of <laughs> the amount of things that go on within the World Showcase. We can, we'll do other segments as we go along through the way on restaurants, on uh, all kinds of different things that happen. 
uh, just within this area of the park. So. Well, I do want to say they named it right when they said Disney World, because it yep. is seriously, you could probably spend, I don't even know, six months out of the year just... And we're going to try. Planning out... <laughs> <laughs> planning out all the stuff that you can do in Disney and all the areas and obviously it's been done people are talking about there's millions of podcasts well not millions but a lot of podcasts out there we are travel podcasts and yet we continue to talk about Disney because there's so much information that we can cover because of well, and let's face it, what's I mean, out there there are a lot of people going there every year and so it's hard for us to kind of uh, uh, not do shows on Disney a lot of times and be able to serve those people and as we get to other places, we'll also do those. But uh, for now, we're also in Disney a lot, and we're going to do the best job we can of covering each and every place we go to, and Disney happens to be one of those. And there's just a large amount of stuff to cover there. And we want to try to cover it in the best way, in the most complete way, so that if someone does go, does go there, they're more than prepared. And so hopefully we're doing that for you. Yep. All right, on that note, I think we've said enough. It's yes. been a fun week of Disney again. Everybody get outside and enjoy life. All right, thanks for listening, and see ya. I like to travel, I like to drive, I like the music all night. Show me a good time, show me some fun, show me a podcast right This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be rebroadcast, edited, tweaked, stolen, pitch shifted, published, rewritten, redistributed, or otherwise changed for any reason without prior consent from theseamazingplaces.com. Unless, of course, you don't have an iPod to take with you and you need to burn a CD. After all, These Amazing Places is a 100% nonprofit podcast for anyone who wants to listen. Copyright 2008, 2009, and beyond. Ladies and gentlemen, the Dragon Badge Acrobats.